I am passionate about helping you build a successful business on your terms, your way, which is why this conversation is so important to put out to the world. I've thought about having this conversation in a number of different ways, but until now, I haven't quite found the best way to deliver this. But last night as I was getting ready for bed, I had this absolute download and I just knew this is what I had to speak on today. Here's the thing. You can build a business with ease and simplicity, but there are no shortcuts to building a successful brand. In this episode, I unpack the one thing that will undermine your success and your ability to grow your business your way. Are you ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked, and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize, and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, boss, and thank you for joining me for episode number 73 on the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. As I mentioned in the intro, this has been on my mind for some time now, and I've had a few conversations with my clients recently that really got me thinking, how can I put this out there so that I can better support you? But before I dive into the conversation, I want you to know that this is always a safe space. You are in good hands here. Everything that I share with you, both today in this episode and every other episode, is always delivered with empathy and compassion. But the truth is, as I frequently say on the show, change follows awareness. And when you have a blind spot about something, you cannot move forward. You cannot create positive change in your business. So with that said, I'm sure you are wondering, what is this one thing, Christy, not to do? (laughs) It is copying your peers. Now, you may want to tune out and think, no, that's not me. Or, oh, that feels a bit too heavy for me. Please stay with me. Stay with me right to the very end because there may be something in here that you can learn from or experience from or just even a prompt to get you thinking. I love conversations that just get me curious, and that is what this conversation is about. Now, we all know that copying, not good. (laughs) I think we learned this from a very early age when we were doing our assignments for school that, quote unquote, plagiarism was a big no-no. It's a little bit more complex than that. Often copying is unintentional. It can be kind of sneaky and you may not even realize that it's even occurred. In this conversation, I'm going to share with you a few examples for how it may manifest, as well as some effects that copying has on your business, as well as others in your industry. But as I said at the beginning of the conversation, we're going to move through everything today with empathy and care. So you're in good hands. Let's begin with unpacking some of the effects that copying or taking creative 
cues from other people in your industry might have on you and your business. The first thing is that it is impossible to build a business your way truly when you're kind of building a business based on someone else. I talk a lot on the podcast about building a business your way, a business by design, a business based on your vision, a business based on what's important to you. And that, as I said, is actually impossible to do when you're leaning into somebody else's business model, services, whatever, right? So if you truly want to build a business that is your business, then looking at other people in your industry is not going to help you to achieve that. The second thing is, is that you can't be a leader when you're always a step behind somebody else. Now, being a leader is not about being better than. Being a leader is leading the way. It's trailblazing. It's showing up as your authentic self and leading your business and leading your team and leading your clients and leading your community and leading your industry. Like there's so many things, but you can't be that when you are always a step behind someone else. So if someone else is creating products and you're going, "Mm, that looks good, I might do something like that. You're a step behind. Someone else goes down this path of, you know, really strong messaging and you go, hmm, that looks good. I might do that too. Always that step behind. And you're so much better than that. You have everything that you need to trust yourself to go within and not to be that step behind. The next thing is that you only have part of the picture. Reverse engineering what you think is someone else's strategy is not a strategy. It's a series of tactics. You don't actually know all of the things that go on behind the scenes to see what you see, right? There's so many different nuances that go into building a successful brand, building successful offers, selling out offers, having amazing launches, whatever that thing might be. There are lots of different nuances that you cannot reverse engineer. So taking a snippet of that and going, oh, that looks good. I'm going to apply that over here in my business may not actually work. That may not work for your audience. That may not work for your brand. It may not fit with what you're doing. You only have part of the picture. The next one is you don't know who in your audience has seen or heard or experienced the original work. This is a really important one because this can impact the way they then experience your brand. If they've seen and experienced it before, that might compromise the perception of your brand and in turn corrode trust. The next one is that you don't trust yourself. I said a moment ago that you have everything that you need to be successful and a leader in your business, right? But something I see very often for business owners is they don't trust themselves. They want the thing, but they don't trust themselves. They know what to do, but they don't do it because they don't trust themselves. And lastly, in this topic is that when you are looking at somebody else in your industry or you're that step behind, you're not designing your business from your vision. 
right? This is kind of the cumulative of everything I've just mentioned. I talk a lot on this podcast about your vision, mission, and values. And those are the things that you can get from nowhere else, but from within. You want to decide where your business is going to be in the future. You want to know where you're headed. And that has nothing to do with anybody else in your industry. So there's a lot of good reasons not to do this. But here's the thing. I don't think that anyone would intentionally copy anybody else. As I said at the beginning, this is something that's kind of sneaky. And so I wanted to share with you what are some of the ways that you could be copying from other people without you even thinking it's a copying thing. Other people's services. As you're thinking about your services, are you looking at people in your industry and looking at the design of their offers and and taking essentially their blueprint, reverse engineering their thing and putting it into your business? You know your ideal client better than that person does because they've got their ideal client and there are nuances that go into that. Plus, their offers are designed based on their unique value proposition, Your offers need to be aligned to what you deliver best, how you deliver your transformational outcome, all the special things that make you unique, as well as what fits in with your business model, right? So looking outward and to try and design your offers, not helpful, but also without even realizing it, when you're consuming and looking at their offers, you can start to put that into your mind and then think that's the best practice. Again, doubting yourself. So rather than going outward when you need to create a new offer, you need to be inward. The next way you could be copying or taking creative insights from peers or competitors or others in your industry is through the website. When you're starting to think things aren't working in your business or you don't know what to do, what do you do first? Do you go to other people in your industry's website and think, oh, again, They know what they're doing. They're doing really well. I could do that too. It's very easy to get caught in a rabbit hole looking at your peers' websites and thinking, oh, that's better. I'm going to do that over here. Whereas when you build it from a place of design and strategy and thinking about the bigger picture of your business, you won't need to look elsewhere to see what other people are doing because you're actually building your website based on your strengths the problems of your ideal client, the opportunities that you can present your ideal client so that they can get their outcome, so that you're speaking in your language in a way that only you can with the offers that you've designed, et cetera, et cetera. But again, this comes back to what I was saying before in that you can't reverse engineer or take what's at a face value and apply that back into your business because you don't really know whether the language that they're using on their website or the aesthetic that they're using on the website or the way that they've structured their offers on the website or their blogs or whatever that might look like is right for your business. The next one is content. So content comes in so many forms. This is one of the reasons why I don't consume my peers or competitors or other people in my industry's podcasts or content because I don't want to let their ideas become my ideas. I understand that no idea is original. I totally get that. But you consume too much content from someone else in your industry and you will inadvertently, without even realizing it, 
begin to sound like them. That corrodes your own brand trust. It doesn't build your own brand equity. It doesn't help your brand. It doesn't build further trust because the person who's consuming your content might also be consuming their content and heard it there first or read it there first or watched it there first. So be very, very careful about consuming content from other people in your industry. You want to really try and own your own thought leadership. And the best way to do that is to put your blinders on. Now, I want to be really clear about this one because I think that, you know, we want everybody to succeed. We want everybody to do well in their space and in their lane. And I love the idea of collaboration and supporting each other and all of those things. So this isn't a them and an I situation, but this is about protecting yourself so that you don't accidentally copy without realizing. Another thing might be look, feel, brand, aesthetic, vibe, all of those sorts of things. Again, if you are looking to others in your industry and trying to replicate the look and feel of their brand, it may look disingenuous for you. So for example, my aesthetic is very, very neutral, black, white, all of those sorts of things. The thing is, is that that has been my personal aesthetic since as long as I can remember. This is not based on anybody else, but I have loved that aesthetic since always, right? It's always been my thing. I've never been one for big, bold colors. Again, this comes back to trusting you and not thinking or believing that everybody else in your industry or whoever else in your industry who's doing really well, they might have a vibe. That doesn't mean that vibe's going to work for you. How do you become really intentional about not absorbing other people's ideas and concepts and, and whatnot? Lean inward. I've mentioned this a couple of times throughout this conversation is the first thing is to lean inward and trust your intuition. We doubt ourselves way too much as business owners, but the best thing you can do is to lean inward and not look outward for ideas and inspiration. The second thing is to get really good at ideating and designing. So really figuring out how do you design things? How do you design your office? How do you design your website? How do you Figure out those things in your business. Getting really good at design rather than, again, looking at other other people for inspiration or ideas. The third thing is to know your business bedrock. What is your vision? Where are you headed? Where will your business be 10 years from now, 15 years now, from now, five years from now, whatever that is? What is your mission, the purpose of your business? And what values do you have? Those are things that you can't get from elsewhere, but if they are locked and loaded and are the foundation and the structure of your business, then you will not need to go elsewhere to get your ideas. The next one is to set goals and to have a plan. Okay, so when you're setting the goals of what you want to achieve and what you want to do in your business, and then you have a roadmap for how you're going to get there, in addition to leaning into your intuition and designing and ideating, all those sorts of things, that's going to help you to achieve the things you want to achieve without looking out of your business. You want to keep all the ideas coming and generating from within. I mentioned this throughout the episode is limit your peer input that you're receiving. Limit 
what you're consuming of others in your industry. Inspiration can easily turn into influence and that can result in inadvertent copying. Lean into your strengths. I teach this inside of the Run Your Business Like a Boss Academy. We dive deep into what makes you unique and understanding what makes you unique. When you know this and and pair that with who your ideal client is and what your brand stands for and your business bedrock and all of those other things, you won't need to look at anybody else. You won't need to take a peek over there. Everything that you need is within the four walls of your business. And lastly, hire a coach. Get support to help you to uncover or develop a toolkit or strategies to help you to achieve what you need to achieve in your business. A good coach will help you organize your thoughts, will help amplify what's within you. They shouldn't be telling you what to do. They should be definitely supporting you with tools and strategies and things like that. But from you and from within you, our job is not to help you design all the things. Our job is to facilitate a conversation so that you're the expert of your business and to help provide tools and strategies based on what you want in your business. I understand that we don't live in fairyland and that we get stuck even within our business. And when we do, having a coach is so helpful to help keep us figuring out what is the solution to our challenges rather than starting to look outside or externally. I want to wrap this up with competitors aren't bad and copying can happen accidentally. You get to build a business on your terms. You get to design a business the way that you want to design it. You get to build a business that aligns and attaches to your vision. You get to build offers around your strengths You get to create incredible transformational outcomes for your clients. You get to set your brand. You get to do all of these things in your business. You do not need to look outside. The answer is not over there. It's in here. Boss, I really hope that this conversation has been helpful for you. One last thing that I want to touch on that I haven't really traversed in this conversation that I just want to put onto the table because we're here and it's a big thing to talk about today. So I want to leave no stone unturned, but it's the impact of those who have been copied. When you've been copied, it's the most icky feeling ever. Many, many years ago, when I first moved to Sydney in 2000, I was robbed. Like someone came into our house, they turned it upside down It was like a total invasion of privacy and of space and the things that I loved had been taken from me. I kind of think it's similar to that. I don't want to be dramatic. It's not about being dramatic, but I just want to create a metaphor, an antidote that can, you know, help to describe that feeling that when you discover or when you feel like this has happened, it's a really not a very nice place to be. I think it's important to put that conversation out there because it's icky and the person who's done the work has put the work in, they've designed things and done all the the pieces that we talked about today, done it all from the inside out. And then to see that repackaged up elsewhere can just feel really not great. So I think it's important to share both sides of the story and to really just put it out on the table and just to really consider the full picture of the impact that copying 
or taking creative liberty can create for not only you, your business, but also for the other party. Boss, I'm not going to say I hope you enjoyed today's conversation because I don't think this conversation is about enjoying, but my hope here is that something has resonated or clicked, not because you're copying anyone, of course, but even if this message has been, you've got the answers from within and you don't need to look outward, even if it's that, awareness is the conduit to change. And that's why I have these conversations. Not everything is sunshine and lollipops and inspiration. Sometimes it can be accountability and tough love delivered with empathy. Wishing you the most fabulous week. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again. And I look forward to chatting with you next time.